Welcome to the Edelheit Experience, a compelling conversation about revolutionizing health and well-being, bringing you rich stories and lessons learned from leading corporate executives. Now, we'd like to introduce your host, Jonathan Edelheit. Welcome to the Edelheit Experience. This is Jonathan Edelheit, and I have Jessica with me. Jessica, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me today. Jessica, maybe you can uh, give to our listeners a little background on, on who you are and what you do. My name is Jessica Lee. I'm the CEO of Tria Health. I'm a pharmacist by training. Obviously spent my background in education and learning how to incorporate the role of the pharmacist in the healthcare team. Got my uh, education and background in um, developing those types of situations where pharmacists were working directly with patients and physicians. That naturally led me into the role of the CEO of Tria Health. And my passion really is about ensuring that individuals who have chronic conditions and multiple medications have the opportunity to work directly with pharmacists to help improve their understanding of their disease states and their medications and improve their outcomes, um, hopefully improving uh, and causing healthier lives for those individuals. Um, and there's a lot of other great things that come along that, along with that. Uh, improvement and outcomes. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about the pharmacists or their role in this or don't even think about it. And our organization, you know, Healthcare Revolution, we had launched three moonshots around cost, care, and culture. So it would be great to hear your perspective on like, how does a pharmacist impact these areas? Sure. You know, I think cost, let's start with cost because I think a lot of times it's easy in um, in the current healthcare environment to say, a pharmacist can impact cost by helping to ensure that you're helping the patient navigate their benefits to choose the most cost-effective medication. I think the challenge with, um, with cost as it relates to pharmacists and pharmacy is that not only are you helping the individual choose the right medication that is the most cost-effective, but you have to choose the right medication that actually produces the outcome you intend. So, you know, for example, if you have a a person who has high blood pressure at the end of the day, even if you're taking the cheapest medication, but you're not getting the blood pressure lowering to reduce risk of stroke and heart attack, then that's the most expensive medication you have. So I think pharmacists have the ability and cost to be able to not only help choose the most cost-effective medication, but but also ensure that that medication is driving the outcomes by working with that patient and that physician to achieve the the goals of therapy with it, with their medications. But in, in what you're saying, I think a lot of people listening to this would be like they're just hearing the word pharmacist, right? Um, and you know, they might even be thinking, listen, I go to the supermarket, I go to my drugstore, my doctor's prescribed something, the pharmacist fills it. I'm, I get it. That's it. My doctor kind of has my back. You know what? What's the gap? that's there? And what's the difference between like clinical pharmacists like that you are and just the normal pharmacist? Yeah, I think that I think the pharmacist that you interact with when you're um, picking up your medication is just um, on the cusp of giving you what a pharmacist really has the capabilities to do. Um, and when you're going to the supermarket or a chain store, um, really, they're they're unfortunately focused just on sh- ensuring that the right medication gets in the bottle, which gets to you, um, and that's a huge component of it. But at the end of the day, what we as pharmacists train, you know, multiple years for, is really about ensuring that 
regardless of the disease state that you have been inflicted with or the symptoms that you're having, our job as a pharmacist is to work to find the best therapy to make your your um, quality of life better as it relates to those disease states. So, you know, there's there's millions of medications and we're getting more and more medications out on the market these days. Um, and pharmacists are really spending their time being experts and helping to drive the best outcomes because they understand how those medications work. And then my job is also to explain to you how they work so that you have a better understanding of why you're doing what you're doing with your medication. So I think it's a it's a it's an extensive level of um, education and understanding that allows us to complement the physician who is doing the diagnostic work, you know, identifying um, the the challenges of why you're having a symptom or what disease state you have. Uh, the pharmacist is there to drive um, the medication usage and the outcomes and ensure that it's safe and effective. And, you know, when you talk about chronic conditions or diseases, is what, what percentage of adults, you know, have that? How many prescriptions are they on? And like, what's, you know, do, do you have a totally different approach in, in how you handle those cases than how they're being dealt with when they just go to their local pharmacy and just get whatever the doctor ordered? Sure. Well, well, I, we believe uh, there's some statistics out there that say that 30% of adults in America right now are taking five or more medications, which doesn't even include some of the over-the-counter um, things that people take. So, you know, like your uh, medications for uh, allergies or even supplements, um, vitamins and minerals. When we work with patients here at Tria Health, we're working with patients who are on 10 plus medications. Um, you know, and what I think is the challenge um, of just taking exactly what your doctor told you, which obviously there's a component of that that's important, but I think having a second set of eyes that's an expert related to medications allows for sometimes deprescribing of medications because what we're seeing is that, you know, physicians only have about 49 seconds in their visit to talk about medications with an individual and what what happens during that small 15 minute visit too, is that you may get prescribed a medication for a side effect that you're having from another medication, or you may be um, actually not taking the medication as you're supposed to. And what ends up inadvertently happening is more medications get piled on. So sometimes it's just a true challenge of um, really understanding the journey of where you got there. And, um, you know, physicians are really forced to spend most of their time doing the diagnostic work and they don't have the, the time and the expertise to be able to, to lend towards teaching people how it is that, that medications work and, and how the interactions may lead to side effects. Um, and at the end of the day, it's really about always maximizing what you're taking for your disease states. And that's kind of how we get to 10 plus medications, which is very complicated for individuals for sure. I can imagine, especially when you need a prescription for your prescription. Right. right. Manage the side effects. It's like, how does, um, how overwhelming is this for the patient or how does the patient, you know, is it just, you know, in the current way it's handled, they, they, they just, they're given 10 medications and they just deal with it. And, you know, I mean, is it stressful? It's, uh, you know, how do they take back control? Yeah. I think for, I think the challenge for most people who are, who are on that complex of a regimen is that one, they have multiple disease states that they're trying to navigate and understand. And a lot of times, especially when you get a new diagnosis, you're, you're overwhelmed with just understanding that you have 
a new diagnosis, whether it be, you know, high blood pressure or you've had a cardiac event, um, you know, had a heart attack. I think the overwhelming nature of just what does this mean for me and where do I go in terms of um, where my my beliefs um, and my attitude regarding medications and and treating medication treating disease states, you come into that perspective, that's, that's, it's very stressful. And then I think what happens is as you get to that five, six, seven, eight numbers of medications, um, sometimes it's like, which parts are doing what, which, what's actually achieving the outcomes. And a lot of times complicated med- medical regimens will actually cause individuals to, you know, choose to not take one medication either because they can't afford it or because they had a side effect to it. And that may be the most critical piece to their, to their medication regimen. So, you know, I think pharmacists have the capability to sort of walk through step-by-step and give patients the opportunity to understand their disease states, what medications tie to those disease states, and what do they need to do both pharmacologically and non-pharmacologically to get the best outcomes so that their chronic disease is under control and that they have a better quality of life. Now, when you say that pharmacists can do that, like what percentage of the time does that actually happen in today's world? Yeah, I think it's a small percentage. And I think as we continue to move towards sort of a, a change in the healthcare landscape, um, you know, a, a, a push towards more of a value-based sort of world where we're looking at quality over fee-for-service. I think there's going to be more and more opportunity for pharmacists to be um, integrated into the system. But right now, uh, you're only seeing those types of services happen if um, you're working in a closed healthcare system, which we have a few models of across the country. Um, but beyond that, it's it's the opportunity in, in this instance for employers to have the resource of this depth of clinical pharmacy knowledge to provide that resource to individuals because our, our system is not set up for our retail pharmacists to provide that level of education. And, um, and we need to be able to um, isolate the, the, the conversations um, away from the dispensing component because this takes, you know, time, 45 minutes, 30 minutes sometimes to, to walk through a regimen that has 10 plus medications. You know, when you were referring to earlier that employers are just focused on cost and, you know, getting, you know, prescriptions, medication at, at a lower price, how does that end up hurting them in the long run? You know, we see this illustrated sort of uniquely um, when we work with some of our self-insured employers um, you know, and they have what what many of us are aware of as a high deductible health plan where there's a large deductible in the first quarter. Um, you know, we see patients foregoing taking their critical diabetes medications that were actually controlling their blood sugars because they can't afford that particular medication during the deductible time frame. And we're we're helping to try to navigate those patients and choosing a medication um, that they can afford. Um, and you can imagine um, the perfect medication, which gives you the best outcome, costing so much that you can't. You have to choose between that or maybe paying your, you know, your rent or your light bill or, or whatever it may be, the food bill that month. Um, but also recognizing that you may go two steps backwards on controlling your diabetes, um, and so cost comes into play every time, almost for individuals. Um, 
And as we continue to see the cost of medications grow, the, the, the cost share for members grow, um, because it's becoming hard for employers to even um, handle some of the growth in the cost um, related to, to insurance. Um, I think that pharmacists are well-equipped to begin to have those, qu- those conversations so that we can help them navigate not only their benefits, but their costs related to their benefits, and hopefully um, someday help to give that um, expertise experience to the employers as well so they can see that um, sometimes the lowest costing med actually may make your in your um, your plan worse off because the bl- their blood sugars are no longer controlled and now they're in the hospital and now they've got a bigger component to be worried about. So it's kind of a good a perspective on it. So, so if I was an organization, is what questions should I be asking to see if I have in place like what you do, um, you know, versus you know just thinking I've got it covered? Yeah, I think I think the first question is, do you have enough pharmacists to provide a ongoing engagement experience? Um, with my members who have chronic disease. So, you know, there's a lot of difference in um, identifying a problem in a medication regimen by uh, running, you know, some type of a software system, which says this person here um, is got a problem with a drug-drug interaction versus creating a relationship with a member who has a chronic condition and multiple medications. And over the journey of healthcare, over time, we're talking, you know, months and years, helping that individual to gain more knowledge, tie in how they feel about medications and how they feel about their disease states and continue to reach the why for them, which then allows them to be the better steward of their of their healthcare. So they're asking the right questions when they go to the doctor. So I think understand for an employer, understanding the depth of the service that they have, um, whether that, that those pharmacists are available for a long-term longitudinal relationship with these patients, but also they that these, ind- these pharmacists have the time to focus only on that conversation with the patient rather than being distracted by other things like dispensing. Um, those are some key components to it. Um, that I think will help to begin to unravel whether or not you're truly getting um, the level of expertise that's needed to help drive the best outcomes. You know, interestingly, I had a uh, relative who a couple of weeks ago, they're older, but were, was admitted to the hospital for like a week in the ICU. And the medication, my wife looked up the medication that she was given by her doctor and she was on multiple medications. And one of the medications 25% of the patients, it causes the condition that put this family member in the hospital for a week. You know, so what you're saying really hits home with me because, you know, my gut is that, you know, she was admitted to the ICU and was into the hospital and could have died because she was on a bunch of medications and the doctor really wasn't managing it well. Um, and it's it's scary out there. I feel like every, you know, like almost every family needs a clinical pharmacist they can call to, you know, check on a relative who's on multiple medications. I definitely, you know, think that this is an area that I think a lot of people just um, overlook and just think the doctor or the local pharmacist has them covered. Well, that's that, that comment right there regarding like this whole concept of a a drug induced disease is interesting that you bring that up because um, I think people don't always see 
they see, they see medications as cures. And the reality is, is that a lot of times there are some instances where someone's having an event like your relative who really may have had a medication induced disease state. Um, and, and the, the expertise relate, related to that stuff is hard for physicians to know because they're spending their time trying to diagnose it. So the, and I, you know, the interesting other thing is, is that the impact of this day and age and the ability to achieve looking up whatever you want, because in the palm of your hand, you have this phone that will give you the internet in a moment also kind of complicates it too, because, um, I think people are using that knowledge that they're finding and it may or may not be valuable. So having a relationship with somebody who's an expert in that arena and being able to create um, some trust and loyalty there allows for, uh, for I think, people to navigate this crazy um, healthcare system more easily. Any uh, closing words of wisdom as we uh, wrap things up? Uh, you know, I think... My my biggest probably piece of of, of advice or wisdom is that um, as we continue to become um, uh, a more complicated healthcare system with more challenges, it's really important to provide resources to these individuals who have um, complications and confusing. Um, challenging problems with with multiple medications and multiple chronic conditions, um, and being able to have a resource like a physician and like an expert in the medications is key to helping these individuals get better. And I think a key component to driving healthcare costs down. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And I think also you know we need to understand it's it's not just about cost. Cost is important, but you know not dealing with something like this in the end has a high likelihood of costing someone more. And then also the human factor of, you know, what the final outcome is for the quality of life of the actual patient themselves. For sure. Definitely. Great. Well, thank you for joining us, Jessica. Thank you. I appreciate it.